Hi, I'm Steve Addison and this is the Movements Podcast. Today we're going to hear from Jeff Sundell as he talks about his vision for the US and beyond. I hope you enjoy the program. I was sitting on a church pew and after about three weeks I thought I can't do this. And, uh, so I, I sort of, anyhow, that's how it began. We just did it well. So we just began doing what we were doing in Asia, just straight up zero to one like you guys. And, you know, so we started seeing some little things happen in Booger Holler, getting into homes, people coming to Christ, got some little churches in homes uh, started, and uh, actually created where most everybody in the community was quite uh, frustrated with me. I don't know if that'd be the right word, but a lot of the pastors and churches were very, sort of looked at us like a cult at first. <laughs> Seriously? I mean, that was really the way they looked at it. Yeah. So this, this, you know, we sort of started right in here, and then we got up to about 35 groups in one area, 70 in another area, some of them nice, healthy house churches, some died, some uh, multiplied, some, you know, have gone back into church, but just sort of began here. Um, out of that, though, so most everything on this board, the oldest thing on this board, other than Booger Holler, would be Charlotte, which would be November last year, so that's about, what, a year and five months, something like that, Charlotte? So, anyhow, Charlotte sort of heard what was going on, so they invited us, and I began going weekly to Charlotte training pastors. Uh, We didn't try, honestly, to try and convince them to plant churches. We were trying to convince them uh, to do reproducing discipleship. So we spent all our focus on field one, two, three, uh, mainly, and envision. And so we were just trying to get the body of Christ out involved in the community. After about three months, we told everybody, okay, listen, if you're done, if if you had all you want, and this is all I got for discipleship, because I'm not a church growth strategy guy, because to me, field one, two, three, uh, with Envision is church growth strategy, but I'm, that's where we're meeting them, because that was their sort of felt need. As we're doing this, um, one of the things that came clear to me was the change in America, and it was starting to get more, it really didn't come into clarity until about July, August of last year, so it's fairly recent for me. But 50 cities in America will be majority-minority, and I'm talking our big cities, will be majority-minority within the next 17 years. We actually have 187 cities that will be majority-minority in the next 17 years. Uh, Charlotte will be one of those in the next 10. So here we are doing field one, two, three, four. This is starting to come into clarity for me. And I meet up with, um, and I just picked one of the guys, um, I don't know where he's at, oh, Cody Pinckney, he's here in Charlotte pastor Desiring God Church at the John Piper Church plant, they initially wanted to grow the church. They wanted to reach 100 people in the next year. Um, well, they one of the things they did is they started reaching Chinese right away, and so he goes, you know, we're about three months into T4T, and some Chinese PhDs have come to Christ, some other folks have come to Christ, mainly ethne, that's their heart, you know, of course, Piper's heart's the nations. So... Cody says, you know what, I'm interested in planting churches. So out of the 35 churches we started with that were looking at church growth, about nine said, hey, you know what, we're willing to multiply churches that meet at homes. And Cody being one of those. So Cody begins, they got about seven or nine groups, something like that, a little bit of generational growth, some neat things happening. Well, one of the neat things that really happened with Cody, he goes to Hyderabad, India, and he goes to Indonesia. Well, he goes there and He's talking about T for T. And so over here, there's somebody, and I guess probably an IMB missionary, talking to these pastors about doing T for T. And they say, I want to come see. 
So they come to America with Cody Pinckney doing T for T. Well, after, then we have a meeting, and I'm speaking in this particular meeting, and I get to meet with Rio and these guys. And so anyhow, they go back and said, we're going to do T for T. And then not only that, part of my focus is in the States, and my, my job in India was to engage the UUPGs. Now, UPGs is an unreached people group. We have lots of those uh, here in the States. Uh, India's got loads of them. But the highest concentrations of UUPGs in the world is India. Um, so if you look at a list of all the UUPGs from FTT, which is finishing the task, you'll find the majority are India. So that was my job in India. So now I'm here, and I start going, you know what? The UUPGs are in America, which excites me more so than reaching Anglos, personally. And so I, I'm getting excited about this possibility. Well, they're excited about UUPGs also. So they, from their church, engage 10 unengaged, unreached people groups. Now, that means there's no church planner necessarily in the world actually trying to implement church planning, let alone CPM methodology. And so these guys are actually implementing CPM methodology among those UUPGs. So in the past year, one of the really cool things was in this one particular place in Indonesia, um, they had the 10 first believers among one of those people groups that sort of came out of that. So it was really neat to see that Cody's impact of doing T4T in America had an impact here and has had an impact in Hyderabad. And so that was a, you know, I, I don't know what you call that, blowback. I, I'm, I'm afraid to say anything. <laughs> Something's bad. <laughs> say, uh, there's this thing that comes back and you're sort of, did I, what, no, what are you talking about? So, yeah. is it a safe one? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call y'all the P word if you're not careful. Um, anyhow, so, um, so anyhow, that was just sort of a surprise that something we're doing here had an impact back here. And so anyhow, we started saying, hey, you know, there's something to this. And so this is November last year, 2011. So they've been at it a little over a year now. Um, they're still really pushing T for T. And the neat thing is Cody now trains a lot of pastors in Charlotte. So he's beginning to train other pastors. Um, and, and, and this guy's a sharp. Cody's an amazing guy because, I mean, he was uh, uh, he was over international, uh, what do you call that, international economics at Gordon-Conwell. Um, so he, he talks at a level different than me. But he's developed his Reformed uh, five-point Calvinist material, and it's very well done, and, and it's very effective. And he's having a huge impact, uh, not only over here, but also back in Charlotte. And other <laughs> folks are coming in to take a look at what he's using. Um, so that's been really cool. I, I put the blue, little blue, the black lines are sort of me, but I put the blue lines just to sort of show... Um, Places I've drugged people. So on these, sometimes we're we got four or five people in a car. Um, Charlotte, I've taken so many people back and forth to Charlotte, training them. So I grab guys in Booger Holler, carry them down here so they can get some training. Um, folks fly in, we go here to go training and sort of back and forth. So I try to go everywhere, everywhere I go, try not to go alone. There's occasions where you get to places like this. You know, of course, Steve's going to raise some money so that I can start carrying people with me, is what he I'll, said. No, I don't think so. <laughs> is that I'll, what I heard you say? I'll teach you how to raise the money so you can <laughs> take people with I don't want to learn to fish. Just give me the fish, man. <laughs> 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 
the chips. Um, the, the other thing that has sort of happened, yeah, I want fish and chips. The other thing that has happened a lot, and, um, and I think of Indianapolis, um, I actually forgot. Uh, Gary and his guys, and I shared the story about Gary, how he read the T for T book, mega church pastor, and says, hey, I'm going to give us a go. And they're, they're seeing some really 64 groups. A number of ma fairly high-quality master trainers are coming out of what he's doing. And so he is, uh, he came to Knoxville. We did a training in Knoxville. Then he, and, and let me say this, I'm all these areas for the most part have been, are either had three touches or in the process of getting three touches. Okay, so every one of these places, the only way I go is unless we get three touches. Okay, so, so Indy's come down here for training. They've come here. We've gone there for training. And we've done a, a iron and iron. We went up and did a weekend training with some of their key workers up there, so we've had a number of touches right here with these guys. We also, I heard Bill Smith was in the area, I said, Bill, go stop and see Gary. And so Gary got drugged down to one of Bill's meetings to share stories about what God was doing up, up here. So I just want you to know, all these areas, we're trying. The only way we go is unless we get three touches. We don't do any, there's no one-off trainings anywhere, okay? Um, so Knoxville, of course, Steve had an, has had an impact with these guys. Um, I got a shot at him. We've, we're on our third or fourth shot there. Still don't really know what's going to happen. It's all really new. Uh, Memphis was March of last year, March of last year, uh, June of last year. Um, that's November, year before last, uh, March of last year, uh, January last year, March of last year. So most of this stuff is just right around a year, a year old. So we're just getting started, you know. Um, most of them, at this point in time, have had three touches. So the goal in every one of these is we're trying to raise up master trainers. Um, Memphis, and we're not counting Hispanic work and Asian work because it just messes things up. Jeff, can you Makes just us define us master trainer? <laughs> What's the difference between a master trainer and the there, FC? Well, right now we're, we're setting, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but we're putting the bar pretty low. We're looking at people that they could completely do the training. And one, they've already done it in their field. Um, they've gotten to at least some groups and maybe some generational growth and, or somehow tied into that. So most of these guys have gotten to groups, gotten to generational growth. Okay, right now, that, now, that's really technically a master trainer in Asia, the, you know, fourth, the fourth level, uh, is a guy who's really at movement level. But right now, we're, we're just having to start where we're at. And so right now, that's what we just sort of got to look at, folks, is, these are the guys that have the potential to develop into full-blown master trainers. And my job is to raise everybody up shoulder height as rapidly as possible, you know, so I can get as many people that were all at this, a similar level. Now, there's things experientially it's going to take them years to catch up on as far as just my experience out of Asia. But it comes to the basics in the States, we can raise up pretty close to shoulder level fairly quickly because none of us really know exactly what a movement looks like in, you know, the Western world. So that's... I don't think that's a problem, okay? So most of these guys, they all have groups, and they all have at least, you know, most of them have gotten to some type of second generation, third generation. There's 13 of these, um, most of them centered here, that have gotten to third and fifth generation um, in that neighborhood. Again, I'm not counting Hispanics, not counting Asians, because they, they mess us up, because they get to generational growth so much more rapidly because of the, the connection with the oikos. Um, Again, uh, Burke Wilson, 
And so I'm going to sort of be on, you see, you get the idea on the black mm -hmm. lines. That's sort of the work I've done where I've, and I've drugged folks with the blue lines. But here, here's what I want you to start seeing. Um, Burke Wilson, they have three, I'm sorry, seven third generation disciples. Not necessarily churches because they're in their university. So the idea is the university is a training center for church planning. We're not necessarily looking for a CPM on the campus. We're looking for the CPM to occur outside the campus. So Burke's motto is never, nobody ever leaves Grace Community Church again to find a church. Uh, great, everybody leaves to go plant a church. So out of that, they've spun off seven new church plants of university students who graduated, went out as pairs, quads, and they're going into a new area planting a church. Okay? And that's all, this is all since March last year. So they got seven new areas in the North Carolina area that they're doing this in. The other thing you'll see, um, I'm missing a, oh, I put a, I'm sorry, I put a blue line. It should have been pink uh, or red, whatever this is. What's the red um, again? The red is where these guys have gone out and trained, and I have absolutely nothing to do with it. Um, these are guys doing their own thing. So um, I don't know how to get Burke down here. Uh, so Burke, and then a guy named Ray Vaughn. Uh, Ray's 24 years old. He's got sleeves. Fabulous guy. Started March last year. Went from zero to about 43 groups. We got about five pretty solid trainers in that area. Um, he's they have some generational growth. He's now they're doing pretty. This one's tied into a church, so it's a scattered gathered. This is a pure sort of house church network with a once a month meeting, um, inner city, um, and university campus. Okay, um, it's Ray, Ken, and Bill are sort of the three guys down there. Now the other thing that happened in Colombia is there was a guy in uh, Sri Lanka. Um, are we allowed to ask any questions at all about any of this? I will. Hang, hang on. Give me. Okay. Yeah. I trained a guy named Steve with the IMB from Sri Lanka, and he was in the process of towards movement in Sri Lanka. Uh, just like me, had to go back to the States, ends up in Columbia. Uh, the state convention, is, this is the Baptist, have hired him for a year to cut him loose to plant house churches. So this is the first place I know that at least the Baptist have said, hey, we're going to start house church conventions. Um, after that, North Carolina now is in the process of moving towards house church house church networks is what I would say. Churches that meet in homes, trying to bring people to house church. Churches that meet in homes, networks. So Columbia was first, North Carolina was next, uh, Texas was next, Tennessee was next, um, Mississippi, we're still waiting to see, but Mississippi's probably come. So we know five state conventions just with the Southern Baptists alone who are now implementing uh, a church that meets in a home strategy. Okay. Also, up in this same area, we began training state convention workers with North Carolina. These guys are high-capacity guys who know a lot. You're building on a new, you know, real solid foundation, so the, the, the flip over is not much, you know. So there's been some guys here who've done some tremendous work with very little, a few touches. I mean, just because they're so primed. Uh, so Greensboro, Winston-Salem, Fayetteville, and then a lot of great ethne work by uh, uh, actually a Filipino guy who's just doing fabulous stuff, and he's just totally, you know, it's all out on his own. Um, pastor here goes to Guatemala, goes to Ecuador, uh, beginning to see multiplication in these places, okay? Plus, they're, these are traditional Baptist churches with columns and, you know, in the dead inner city where they're beginning to work out among the ethne in the inner city, and then they're also 
um, going overseas. Um, Houston, Texas, we had a big training with Steve Smith. Um, out of that, a couple from a big church um, went and began, started working in South America, got getting some multiplication. Houston, Texas, an IMB missionary, um, we did T for T there, uh, IMB missionary, trained them in a thing called RAD, which is a form of T for T. And so they started 37 groups in Houston. Now they're going to train 400 people in the Houston area in a T for T methodology. It's very, very similar. It's got the process, house of peace, six lessons based on universal disciple, has the same church formation thing we're, we're doing. And they're now sort of owning Houston. Uh, Texas is really running with this stuff. Most of these things I'm talking about, um, yeah, don't mess with Texas. Um, oh, here's another one. Ray, I'm sorry, Ray and Bert went to St. Pete's where there was a new church plant, did a push. And so they brought volunteers from the university, volunteers from this university, went down to St. Pete's where a new church plant was, opened up 37 homes in about six weeks. From there, Ray and um, Bert go to DR, and they start some groups in DR. Uh, out of our church that meets in our home, uh, one of our folks moved to DR, and they're partnering with the guys. So we're trying to, so this is the one thing we're trying to mesh up. I want you to see internationally. We're trying to partner with people internationally, and we're on the same page. So when we send short-term teams to DR, short-term teams to Indonesia, short-term teams to India, wherever, we're, we're doing the same thing. We're not going down doing one thing, and what we're finding is really creating a lot of synergy between the two because when our folks go down and experience this overseas, um, there's a whole new, it just it fills in blanks of this. Yeah. You know, sort of core competencies, especially the last third of the process. Because you, well, we're going to need to leave Jeff there. We had a technical hitch, which means I didn't press the right buttons, and we lost the last part of the recording. But I think you would have got a pretty good idea of how there are now multiple streams of church planting across the U.S., and those movements are now having an impact, uh, not just in the U.S. but worldwide. That's all from the Movements Podcast. Until next time. Bye.